social media, all the info you found on Wikipedia, nowadays it ain't hard to get your man, you can learn his every move, just follow him on the gram, God forgives but I decide if I will or not, loyalty to love, decide if you feel or not, niggas only show love when they need niggas, so in bloods, be careful how you feed niggas, he show heart from the date when he signed up, he learned love was a lie when they lined him up, gun out, pay attention to them blind spots, and them unfamiliar cars on them side blocks, niggas fake tough but they snitching And niggas bang hard when they with you Hold on Niggas down the road with the K But they ain't never got time for the case Walk with me Hold on Hold on Sir. That's hot right there. You like that? Okay. You like that? that? Uh big why. That's exactly big what why. I what big I why. want game to sound like without the names being thrown in. Like <laughs> he sounds like game voice wise. <laughs> yeah. But that's exactly how I want game to sound. Um when uh when I'm looking for uh for music to play, I listen first of all, I listen for the I listen for lyrics. I'm old school. Always. I listen for lyrics. Um, and when he started the part talking about Instagram and Wikipedia yeah. and social media and stunting, I was like, okay, I mean, he sounds like a, a gangster, but he sounds like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And then when I got into it a little bit deeper, I was like, oh, yeah, he's saying some shit. Yeah, he got, so, he yeah. got something he going got, there. So we appreciate. What's uh, his name? Big Y. Big Y. Yeah, hold on. Um, we are back. Uh, we, bike. we we had our week off. We appreciate y'all for for giving us the opportunity to have that week to to decompress. Um, KG had a wonderful anniversary that he celebrated. Number six. Yes, and we we, we love you. the fact that love is winning, and y'all yeah. have had six beautiful years. Um, how y'all feeling? First of all, Mister Check, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Great. We in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna feel great when we get it started right. I dig the, it. The, I right. Did, oh, when we get it started right, I, I dig I, it. Let I me. need to, I need to get some bullshit off my chest. My mother in the hospital, so I got I got some some stress. Well, you know what? Well, to get to that, <laughs> we're gonna get it started right, and we're gonna get right into it. Uh, Love you, mom. Let's get it started, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I'm your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Irv Nizzle. And in the building, as always. J to the R. Yes, sir. Getting to the theme of uh, the week and what is brought. I know last week we took off, but we have had some news. Uh, We've had some developments in the Derek Chauvin case. Yeah. And, well, I'll just play it. Yeah. I'll play it. I know all of y'all know. What happened? But we're going to get into the verdict of what they said, and then we'll get into our uh, thoughts, our reaction to how it went down. So, let's see. District Court, 4th Judicial District, State of Minnesota Plaintiff versus Derek Michael Chauvin, Defendant. Verdict, count one. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.44 p.m. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count two, third-degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. 
Same caption, verdict count three. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count three, second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021 at 1.45 p.m. There it is. I, I, I want to get y'all's thoughts. I know we've uh, we've said a lot. We've explored this yeah. um, in depth. And I want to get y'all's uh, reactions about when you heard it, how you felt. Uh, JR, how did you feel when they first read the verdict? What, what, what were your thoughts? I couldn't help but to uh, focus on uh, Mr. Chauvin himself. And I, I don't know what I wanted to expect, but I just saw this chilling kind of... Uh, sense of defiance in his eyes and maybe and and I don't know what he should have looked like at that time but um, it was a sense of relief um, because we got to see what justice looks like and um, but it it, it still wasn't 100% satisfying to me because I saw something I I don't know what I was actually looking for but um, it was good in a sense to see that um, justice actually came through on our side for yeah. a change. Justice as much as the system could give us. As much as, as they much can as give us. us. Yeah. Um, Hex? Oh, man. It was um, everything we were hoping for. Um, at the same time, nothing we had ever experienced. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it was it was the, the best slash most in uneventful moment yeah. because it seemed like, yeah, that's how the system's supposed to work. But since the system never had worked that way before, right. you could only watch with anticipation for there to be something that would go right. And, uh, and it worked out yeah. and that's it. Yeah. For me, it was, it was relief. I mean, it, it was uh, relief and understanding and believing that, like kind of like Heck said, the, the justice system can actually work. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a loss waiting to happen for us every time we walk through the door. Um, and it was a relief because I was concerned that our country was about to be right back in turmoil if the decision had gone otherwise. Um, it, it also kind of it, it was wild that the the Fox News, I don't know, you know, <clears throat> you know I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I listen to both sides. <laughs> right, 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 right. And the Fox News people were trying to sell it like uh, America had feared the jury into this decision, and that the the the, the jury was scared that people were going to tear up and rip shit up if they made the wrong decision. And again, you motherfuckers keep focusing on shit and not people. You know right, what I'm saying, right? And that just I, I, when when are you going to get to the what really makes matters and should be important for all of us collectively as Americans instead of keep doing this us against regardless of what happens? Why does it always have to be us against y'all? Yeah. Why we all when, when the fuck are we all going to be on the same fucking team? Yeah, it, yeah. You, in order to be on the same team, you have to be playing for the same goal. You have to have the same. You have to be moving in the same direction, and everybody doesn't have the same goals. Satan, I have an idea of what's right and what's wrong, but right and wrong changes depending on the perspective. Righteousness and evil doesn't change. So we don't always look at things like that. KG? Um, y'all were talking about teams and everything. We still playing in the Negro Leagues. That's fact. Um, That's th- a fact. Th- this could be a step. 
this could be a step toward integration, but um, at, best, in at best, that's what it is. Um, I felt relief for the family and for the people of that city because therefore they didn't have to endure the pain that would have come from the reaction if it had gone differently. That being said, JR said um, that justice had been served. I don't believe in justice. I don't think it's a real thing in humanity. Real justice is old school Bible, which means eye for an eye. There's no such thing. Mm -hmm. At best, we can have a tempered respect for the fallacy that one person has caused against another. But this thing right here, see, I guess I feel a certain way because it started off looking like a throwaway. Like the way his, either he's the worst lawyer that somebody could ever have. Are you talking about uh, the, the Chauvin's lawyer? Yeah, the, the Chauvin's lawyer. lawyer. I apologize. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was fucked up. Whether he was either he was the worst lawyer that anyone's ever had, or he was doing a tank job. Was he a public defender? No, 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 no. He was. No, cops don't get public fucking, defenders. He was fucking terrible. Cops don't get public defenders. But what I'm saying is just that he was so bad in his angles. Like it seemed like the cops were like. Even the ones above him who were talking, we don't teach that. We don't do this. This is not our way. And this happened repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. Um, it just seemed like they were like, hey, man, we got to feed him one. We're going to toss him to the wolves. We're going to toss him to the wolves. Going back to the, the lawyer, mm -hmm. with the idea of... Uh, of racism and bigotry and white supremacy, we we always focus on it being detrimental to black people or to people of color, minorities, mm -hmm. right? And it is hugely, hugely right. it's hugely detrimental, but it also is a detriment to the majority, to white people, because overt <clears throat> white 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 supremacy is bad for white people as well. It I is agree with you one because the, the 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 defense lawyer. Mm -hmm. Was leaning on that. Mm -hmm. He was. He was like, "Oh well, uh, it was George Floyd's fault. It was because he was high on this drug because of the the exhaust coming from the the um tailpipe. the tailpipe, his weight. It was something that had to do with him. And people who actually use common sense was like, no, no. So the fact that you were leaning on this white supremacist take is what fucked you up. But when you can't argue a case on the merits, that's what you yes I mean, it, that's, it, what, that's, that's what he was left with bro. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, to me it's, it doesn't have shit to do with the lawyer this this was a fucking open and shut case you got everything on film this, how, how do you how I don't do care if Johnny Cochran is up in this joint this, this how is, do you get him off of this this is the demonization I'll apologize um, this is the demonization that went on during the Rodney King uh, situation and it's like oh because he did crack he's super nigga so therefore, these beatings don't mean anything to him. And I, wrote, I put something in, in the group chat about black pain and about how people have these misconceptions about the black body that is different from white people's bodies. Their skin is thicker. They can take more punishment. It's mm -hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, human is human. Right, right. Actually, white people have thicker skin if you want to actually go through what scientists will tell you. It's not that. It has nothing to do with any of this. And it's about the dehumanization of people 
And it took white tears in order for this to work. Well, I think it was a perfect situation. It, uh, the perfect storm that, that led to us finally getting some, a, a bit of justice. And so that, uh, that all of America could see what it looks like when someone does something they shouldn't have done. And it results in someone else having to suffer. Mm-hmm. And so often they have allowed there to be a situation where they could act as though you had some contributing factor to the situation. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I don't think the lawyer did a bad job at all. He, as, as Irv just said, there was nothing else for him to do. Right. Well, what he had. Yeah. yeah. He, he it, it, you, know, it, you know, really what it reminded me of is like a uh, a case study in a law in a law school. Where someone is given the opposing side, even though you think, hold on, I would never defend this person. I would never find a way to defend this person. They found themselves in a situation where, who, number one, who wanted to take that case? Two, what were you going to do outside of trying to dirt and muddy the waters to try and give him any opportunity? The man did what he did for as long as he did it, and unfortunately, there was no defense for it. So... What you're saying, Hex and um, KG says the same thing is this has gotten kind of mutually exhausting yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for America. I mean, we, we, we talk about one side or the other. Um, the defense is exhausted. The prosecution is exhausted. America is exhausted. Mm-hmm. We're tired of these things coming up. And I'm hoping and I'm calling on us as Americans to identify this as something, as a turning point of something that we need to kind of come together and collectively think about how much of the, how much more time do we want to waste on, 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 on situations that are senseless, the killings that are senseless, and we got to kind of come together as a country and say, hey, what are we going to do about it? I know that sounds easier said than done, but I think exhausting is the word that this trial kind of, you know, displayed. And I don't want to, like, totally take us off track. But as soon as this is expressed, you have a 15-year-old black girl getting (laughs) shot down. Yeah. Because she called the cops because she was getting jumped. And I don't want to muddy the waters because, again, it's a different situation. Right, right, right. It's not... My problem with it isn't that he was not protecting other people. My problem with it is just that why is it always white people go go out here and shoot up schools and come home alive? Take you to Burger King. Right. Black people get into an argument. I call the cops. I'm getting jumped. I'm obviously angry and in fear. But I'm the one that ends up dead unfortunately so again when I say Negro Leagues it's because we're not even in the same sport right why is the uh, why is the so at at my job uh, from what I used to do I've I've promoted past a a couple levels shout out but from when I first started there was a flow chart of the flow chart for events for your decision making if this happens then you do this if this happens then you do this did this happen yes no then you do this like that was the beginning of my job the entry level Mm -hmm. with police work it seems like there's two different flow charts it's like you have a white flow chart Mm -hmm. and a black flow chart if it's white people did they do this let's discuss it first do this Mm -hmm. okay yes this 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 shoot them that's how it feels 
With black people, it's like, did they do this? No, shoot them. Like that's how it, it feels like it's two different ones, and it's like it's, it's frustrating as hell because we we supposed to be working off the same rules. You don't shoot at the dude who has a cop hanging from his goddamn car truck. If that makes a difference in this argument, are you? I I don't understand where you're. Is it about being fear of it of being in danger? Right. I would think. No, he's riding think if he, at high speed with you hanging on loss of life. Vehicle. I would think of his loss of life. Then in message, if you have been fed the scenario in which the African American individual is a problem, is a threat to you, is dangerous in general, then you're going to respond accordingly. And it, it, it's two. It's twofold because one, it's the media's fault. I'm telling you now, if we, we talk about it, you either sling the rock or got a wicked jump shot. Mm-hmm. But that's yes. also, they tell you, 72% of all films and TV only depict us that way. Either we're the criminal or the athlete rapper. That's it. Those are all the options. So if you're growing up in in this America, you're you're also being fed something. You're being fed the idea of who these people are when you don't even know them. Now, once you become famous for whatever it is your talent is, then all of a sudden you become the difference. You become exceptional. But the problem is we have people who are lit is just as we have to endure the pain of it. They're also being brainwashed right. with the notion of who we are when they don't simply know us. And this is why it's so hurtful when we win Oscars for doing fucking slave movies. Like you already know what you did. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to trip too far into what we're going to talk about later. But you know what you did. You need to be reminded. We need to give you more blood on screen to show you who we are and what we what we go through. It's painful that we have to keep reliving something in order to expose that we're just real people. But let me tell you what, how to respond on that, on, that, on that KG. Think of this notion as a Caucasian brother assistant in America. What part of your day do you even think of what they're having to endure? You you literally don't. So until there's a, another shooting, th- we're not even thought of in their day outside of playing for their teams or in their favorite movie or the person who was producing their latest song that they love. Outside of that, there is no way for them to see us differently. There literally is nothing that is positive in America showing the black male or woman to the rest of the world on a consistent basis. Therefore, they have no reason to think so. I um I had a conversation with some coworkers of mine. And it's uh, no excuse. Let me check. That, that's fact. That's, that's fact. Uh, I had a conversation with some coworkers of mine a few years ago. Uh, and there was, I, I forget what, it's been so many. I forget what the uh, the high profile uh, racial injustice was. You talked to me about this when it happened. I remember. And and, and we had a conversation, and I I asked them. I said, "How often do you think about racism other than when you watch TV?" Never. And they didn't. They were like, "We don't. We don't think about it." And I was like, "When <laughs> when you cut the TV off, racism stops. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop for me. When you see." Somebody on TV saying something is racist or there's a white supremacy, systematic racism. When you see it on TV, you feel away because you don't 
connect with that. You like, I'm not like that. I don't, you know, you don't identify, you don't understand. But I don't have that luxury because when I'm driving down the street, I'm always looking in the rearview mirror hoping that I don't get pulled over. When I'm walking in the store and I see the clerk following me, I got to think, okay, is, are they just walking on the regular way they're supposed to go or are they looking at me like I might steal something? That's the difference. And they didn't get it. Once I said that, they were like, yeah, you got a point. Then now we can talk. Now we can now talk. Now we can talk. I have a real question. Do we need handicap tags? Dead ass. Like I think so. White America understands how to treat the handicapped. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm being dead serious. Like I'm, I'm not talking about handicap Olympics. I'm not talking about anything like Special Olympics. I'm not talking about anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. I just mean a, a warning sign, a, a, a yellow light, the thing that lets you know. This person does not have your experience. Oh, yeah. I get we that. are different from you, and therefore, these people need special dispensation. When you see us, no, that's not a monkey. That's not a gorilla. That's a man. That's a person. Yeah. And when you shoot them, they die. Yeah. Like, that's the reason why you have these escalations that you were talking about on your job. <laughs> we escalate based on the situation. Why is that situation so straight to death and mangling and disrespect and just not caring? And we don't we don't we don't have there's a there's a misconception that we have a predisposition to actually want to harm people. And it's like we we just want to mind our business. Like ninety five percent of the black experience when you're young is just minding your business. You mind your business mm-hmm. and live your life and 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 do you and you'll be fine. But there's a section of America that feels like we want to hurt people and get into their business and we don't we don't grow up like that. That's not what we do. But let me put it to you like this: You, you ever owe somebody some money and and happen to run into them? They text you. They call you. You haven't hit them back to give them that money yet. Mm. You feel some type of way. Yeah. Well, that's how this that's how this works in, in, in this America. They have a notion of knowing of all the movies, the actual reality of the history, they have wronged us so so long and so in such a foul way that they have to anticipate that sooner or later this is a type of person who might reacted a little differently. So ultimately, you have a mindset. Once you get back to the mindset, it's based on what it is that you have you have experienced or not have or have not experienced. But it, once again, but it's not your fault. But it, what happens is you take the beginning of, of time. If you listen to somebody like a Cornell West, he's gonna break down to you, brother, for four hundred years. This is how we've been felt. This is how we've been what we've been dealing with. But in those in those families. We can tell each other, our, our, our fathers and mothers can tell us stories of what they endured, but what did their parents tell them? So when those next generations come about, all they've ever heard is you got people, because one, one of my biggest pet peeves is ever hearing somebody talk about somebody playing the black card. Mm-hmm. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the black card, there's no other card to be played other than, which is once again, big shout out to the cell, to the camera phone. Because the black card now is the proof in that cell phone showing you the footage of the story I would have told you before that you never would have believed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when your innocence is taken from you. It's when <clears throat> uh, it's an analogy when when we're young, regardless of what color we are, if you put us all in the room and we like four or five, six, seven years old, 
we're going to find a way to play. Yeah, it don't, yeah, it don't yeah. make no difference whether you yeah, white, blue, yeah, black, green. I don't give a goddamn what okay. If we get in playing checkers, I want to play. When we playing football, we playing football. All of us can do that. Yes, sir. But when you take that innocence from us, mm. when when we realize what the truth actually is, that's, that's why this big 16, 19 shit is about. You guys are working so hard to keep truth away. I, I always thought that we would want to get all the truth on the table so that we can figure out how to move forward together. You would think. You would yeah. think. But it seems like uh, some people are working as hard as possible to make sure that as the minimal amount of information is out there so that all you can make your decision on is based on these people theory. When you have when you have as little information as possible, the people who are in power can actually it's easier for them to manipulate the information. No, we talked about this before. There was a time when, as the richest country in the world, we were in the top five in education. How the fuck we in the teens and the 20s now? Because they dedicated energy mm-hmm. and time towards profits, yep. not towards progress. Yep. You know, what Hex, uh, going back to what Hex was saying, basically it's that perception that they've put out there and um, there's a saying, you know, um, from the Caribbean where we say, when they paint you, no water can wash it away. All right. Okay. Mm. So at the end of the day, we have been painted. And there's no water that can wash it away. And there are generations who are coming up and seeing us as this. And it, it is so hard as hell to break that cycle. And, and I don't know how it is. And I'm going to give you guys a story about a local county around here. I have a buddy of mine who um, who ran across the law and um, it was he was totally innocent. And what happened was he went and, you know, he had been out that night and he went behind a, a, a spot to, to to take a piss. Basically, is what I'm going to say. Yes. To ease himself. himself. I'm going to say it like it is. I'm going to say it like it is. The cop followed him to the back. They put the lights on him, and they asked him what he was doing. He came out and said, well, this is what's going on, and blase, blase. What happened thereafter is is, is terrible. They gave him an indecent exposure charge, mm. okay, which is a sexual offense. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay? So yeah. now he has to go out, and, and he's, he's labeled as a, he's sexual, report a, a sex yeah. offender. He has to report himself. He has to Everywhere report himself as a sex offender. This is disgusting. This is when we talk about police reform. Now he was luckily luckily able to get the body cams off the uh, the cops and and request um, you know some type of justice for his lawyer. Well, some type of proof from his mm-hmm. for his lawyer. But man, this guy his life has changed. Yeah, that's all it takes. So that's when takes. so we have we have to hold these. Um, law enforcement agents accountable when they do they change a man's life. Yeah, justice reform is not just getting. See, they didn't see him as a man. That's fact. That's it. So they didn't care about his life. Justice justice reform is not just about getting a guilty verdict when him kills us. Right. It's way it's way deeper than that. It's way deeper than just we got a guilty verdict. It comes with the way that they approach certain neighborhoods. When they approach people that, that look a certain way, mm-hmm. the relationship between the police and then people of color, it, it, it's that whole dynamic. It's bigger than just, okay, we got this one verdict. It's a lot more work to do. It's like that all lives matter bullshit that the motherfuckers be talking about. You yes, know? Say that shit. If, if all lives matter equally, then there wouldn't be no black lives matter, right? Exactly. So if everybody's justice yeah. was equal, 
we wouldn't have any issues. There wouldn't be people running on the streets and, and tearing up buildings and glasses and, and superficial shit that some people want to act like is, is the big deal or the real reason that shit is fucked up. But it's what y'all doing and the way that you're treating people that aren't on your team that is the reason why shit is fucked up. Mm -hmm. Strange fruit. Strange fruit. My wife asked me if I wanted to watch the Billie Holiday movie. Because she's heard me play the song before, multiple times. Um, but it's Billy's story is tragic. It's hurtful. It's it's pain, and I have to get my mind ready to watch something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready to watch it right now. And I told my wife, I was like, I'm not going to put myself through that right now. Um, you have to prepare yourself to be black every day. Every, every day, day, bro. Life is hard enough on its own. Just simply trying to become a better person. Trying to be someone who represents your family, your friends, your workplace. That just tries to be a good human, human. is yep. hard. Yep. You add, you add on to that being black in America... And it shouldn't be that hard, but it is. And we have to figure out what we want. We have to speak to what we want. And the thing is, after being beat down for all of existence as African-Americans, I'm not speaking toward the African part as much as African-Americans, we have to figure out a way to truly come together and express what we want. The, the, the Democrats have learned how to take advantage of us for points <laughs> simply because we don't necessarily know what we want. We just know what we don't want. It's easy to fight that. It's easy. To, and that's why you also get that corner of black Republican who says, well, we just need to fight through. These are valid thoughts on the surface but they're not really real because you haven't thought through what you want you just think you can be just like Chad and Bucky over here and you're not all of this being said we just had Captain America and the Winter Soldier Say it. there's a reason why and the next Captain America is going to be Captain America formerly the Falcon as Captain America 4. I thought that was amazing. I, I think what Marvel is doing with that is amazing. I was emotional. I ain't gonna lie. Stan Lee being one of those people who initially said, we're gonna talk about social issues in comics when I was growing up, so I got a chance to read some of these things. And they're gonna tackle this shit head on. And I respect that. So if there's gonna be a... Uh, so what was the title we were going to do with uh, allies, allies of the week? Good or something? Folk. Good white folk. Good white folk. Good white folk. <laughs> that works too. Just I, I just don't. I just don't want it all to be white folks. But I, but I, but at some point we're going to work on an allies of the week type of thing. Um, and posthumously, I have no problem throwing Stanley in that idea. But, but those those conversations and those those, those uncomfortable conversations. Learning history the right way, bring, putting truth into mm. the uh, curriculum 
of our schools. But what's the benefit? Is the to them only way for that. That's the only way to get through it, this bullshit. But so what's that's the, the only way to them for that? But hear me. When one of the things that's, that's crucial in in everybody's frustration of it all is you got to re- realize this is how it was set up. It's not. It's not broken. No. This it works. is. We, times really haven't changed at all. The, the 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 semantics have changed. The the dressing has changed. So you're not picking cotton in in front of the hundred yards from master's home anymore. But now they've used the prison system to to accommodate themselves with the same amount of profit. You don't have. We're still sitting here saying, why can't we get this? This why can't you pull me over and just ask for my license and registration? That'd be the end of it. Because then. Because that's not what they want. And don't yell at me telling me that fucking Kanye is richer than Jay-Z and shut the fuck up. No. That's how they get you on. That's how they get you. That's the distraction factor. If I can get you worried about superficial shit, then for a significant amount of your day, you won't even be concerned with your survival. We're going to get it at. I hear where you're going. And for the we are born in this way. Yeah, we are born in No, but, but what he's talking about is what we're going to get into the next the next segment. And I don't want him to keep going because I want the listeners to actually, y'all mind y'all business until the next segment. Uh, we, we are up on it. We're going to take this break and we're going to get into what Hector's talking about. Again, I can see where he's going, but I don't want him to go too far because that's for the next segment. Uh, we're going to get some drinks. We're going to decompress. And we're going to be back. Hex, give me one. U D K. Just know I won't complain I'ma let you take your time 
normally I don't okay. do that. Normally I don't play artists back to back. Okay. Uh, She's but the, so dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I've been, like, I've been waiting for. So I, I, I kind of line up the songs that I want to play on each pod based on what we're talking about. Okay. And uh, I've been waiting to play her for about three weeks. <laughs> how, so, how, three many, weeks? how many followers? Uh, 10,000. So okay. she got she should have she working. She should have one point five. <laughs> yes. Come on. She, if she yeah. had, if she got ten thousand, then she got fifty thousand willing to spend a dollar. She should. She yes. should. I'm not even going that far. The music game. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if you want to get to the where she got to get to, if she want to continue to invest back in herself and have some a little bit of control for the moment, for what that for the song she's putting out right now, okay. you. You yeah. gotta tell me right. that she looked like Tulumjula. It no. don't even matter no that. No, no she you can't no. look good and do that kind of music and only have ten thousand followers. Uh, I, now, I mean, whoever her her manager is is Tridash. So you gotta you gotta have somebody who really is on that social like, media game. You can't take that part for granted. That social media game is real. That's why yeah. I said your manager gotta that, be trash. Because if she sounds like But that, those aren't a dime a dozen that have proven to have done it. So you gotta get in the right camp. You're right. But again, if you're doing ten on your own, bro. Okay, man. I can, so the, I can get her to, numbers. I can get her to before fifty you get to the before I even talk to y'all. The first I'm trying to tell you right now. The first song I played, uh Use a face sample. So when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh shit! Like this shit is dope. It has a face sample. Like I hope she cleared it. Like that's, that's the first thing I think." Mm-hmm. And then uh, full transparency for y'all, if you if you go and listen to the song, Faith is on the end of the song. Okay, like she, so okay. she's she's cleared the song. Um, so she's already in the and she's in the circles already. That, that record has about when I looked at YouTube, it had about one hundred and twenty thousand spins. Before that, her highest song was the one I just played, Pressure. That one had about two thousand. So no. she's on the way. She just got on the way. She's on the way up. Hold up. She can get the faith, but can't get the puff. You got yeah, to crawl before you walk. Come on over there. No, no, no. First of all, if she Record looks like album, I am, what? I, I'm, again, come on. You and I know the industry. You can crawl to faith, but you can't. You gotta, you gotta walk the If you look like that, that might be her if mom's you look best like, friend. You don't even know. If you look like what you sound like, <laughs> that might be faith could be her mom's best friend. You don't, you don't have to possible. Come on. And I don't, know, I don't know what month it was, but at same at same time, there's two months in every cycle where Puff got to answer Faith's calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would see that. Death day, birthday. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is, there should not be a case where you can get to faith and you can't walk the puff. So, That's all I was right. trying to say. But we need to go into something. So f- full full transparency. Uh, just to summarize, uh, Wimbun, we love you. That girl bad. <laughs> we love you. And you I have at seen least her. you have at least five or six more subscribers coming your way. No, you everyone. Definitely, no, definitely. You, you got twenty five hundred coming to you easily. Cause. Yeah, uh, so I'm putting that on my damn Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so uh, the second segment, um, I know the first one, uh, we spoke a little bit about our feelings about the Derek Chauvin case. Uh, and I know towards the end of the segment, we started talking about what it would take to uh, make that more of a reality. Yeah, to make that the standard and not just something that happens, just circumstance. Like, how can we get to that being uh, 
the norm. Yeah. And it starts with being involved in the process. It does. That's what it starts with. Uh, so our involvement in the process has led to uh, the result in, well, not just that, okay. but the result in November. Yeah. Which I love to reference. Please the result in yes. November with uh, President 46, uh, Joseph Biden. Mm-hmm. Yes. My president. Right. The president I have now. Uh, and we are so uh, unaccustomed. We are so unaccustomed to somebody actually speaking and being presidential that it's like it's new. Or we're acting like it's new. Like it's, it's a, a, the breath of fresh air. Uh, recently, he gave a speech to Congress he and did. to America. And he uh, he did his thing. I don't know. I think I would, I would give him a B plus. I would give him a B plus. What, what, what grade would you give Biden on the on the speech that he gave to, to Congress? I, I would kind of resonate with you about B plus. B plus? Yes. Hex. I'm going to give him an A. An A? I'm going to give him an A. Man, multifaceted. I mean, compassionate, thorough, backed it up. His temperament was right. His tone was right. He was quiet and whispered when he needed to, and mm-hmm. then he spoke up when he had to. I mean, for real, he was on it, man. He And like I said, had everything to go along with it to say why I'm saying this next step should matter. It's because look at the last step. Look what were the results. So proof and pudding, it's right there. So, man, hey. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with Hex on this one. Um, I, I was pleased that I had somebody that actually looked presidential, mm-hmm. that I actually had somebody that was speaking to and for all, all Americans, Americans. Mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and that somebody was speaking with an eye on the future. I mean, I, I've, I've, to me, as a conservative, that means that you're either content with where we are now and that there's no reason for us to, to move forward. I mean, that that is your nature being a conservative to be stuck on pause with some asshole that, that went out of his way to do anything he could to separate Americans right after we had all of all of a whole bunch of conservatives trying to actually say that the first African-American president was the divider in chief and then to 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 be bookend by this fucking dickhead that, 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 that just had no intent just a selfish asshole that didn't really have any intent on bringing America together and actually making America great uh, collectively he just wanted to make the middle American conservative movement great mm-hmm. it, it's just a breath of fresh air for yes me. I'm gonna tell you right now I've been myopic over the last month um, kind of dealing with a lot trying to figure out how I'm gonna focus on certain things I didn't see it. But because he's not 45, I give that motherfucker a B. (laughs) And you can take that however the fuck you want to. I'm telling you right now, because he is just above him in every way, shape, form, fashion. Um, I gave him a B. Because you didn't see it, I I, I have a clip. I, I love clips. You have a clip? I, I have a clip really? of Biden's speech. I didn't know that when we it's, were sitting down by the bar. It's, small, it's oh. a small clip uh, of something that he spoke on that really uh, kind of stood out to me. Um, 
referencing back to the first segment, the only way to get past the divisiveness and get past the bullshit that we're going through uh, is to acknowledge that there's a problem. That's the first step. Boom. That's the only way. Uh, so Biden actually took a step that I've, I'm not sure I've heard. Uh, I, I don't know if I heard Barack speak on uh, racial issues while he was in office. Not saying that he didn't do anything about it, but I don't know if he actually took it head on. I don't remember a speech. He did. Where he, he, did he did at different parts, but again, <coughs> and I want no, to correct something, but it's not to, to, no, to put you in a certain state. Because white people don't always acknowledge who he is, I want to always speak to him as President mm -hmm. Barack Obama. When we say 44, that's respectful enough. But at the same time, I just want to always make sure we speak to him in a certain light because white people will just sit there and be like, well, you know, former blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, acknowledge the first African-American president, president. I dig ever. I dig so I just want to make sure we do that right because... You know how they go. I dig it. I dig it. I and appreciate it. Certain times, and they 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 put us in a in a way, and they just say, "Mr. Obama." No, he's not Mr. I dig it. I dig it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, so Biden had a piece of his speech. We actually acknowledged the fact that there's an issue with uh, police reform. Work. So I'll play it real quick. Uh, then we can react to that because I gave him a B plus. Work. I would have gave him an A if he went a little bit harder on this issue, but at least he touched on it and I appreciated it. Um, so I'm gonna play this real quick. Before you play the clip, easy. I just want to say one thing. It's it's uh, if if you paying attention, how many times did is Joe Biden saying something that's different than what you may have heard previously, mm -hmm. but it's being taken a little bit differently because of the source. Facts. Facts. Dope. Yes. Okay. All right. We have to come together to heal the soul of this nation. We've all seen the knee of injustice on the neck of black Americans. My fellow Americans, we have to come together to rebuild trust between law enforcement and the people they serve, to root out systemic racism in our criminal justice system, and to enact police reform in George Floyd's name that passed the House already. We need to work together to find a consensus. But let's get it done next month by the first anniversary of George Floyd's death. And I'll do everything in my power to protect the American people from this epidemic of gun violence. But it's time for Congress to act as well. I wholeheartedly appreciated him using George Floyd's name in such a respectful manner. Um, understanding the, the, the tone of what needed to be said, the way it needed to be said. And that is the... Uh, that is the overarching theme of his presidency yeah. that he understands what needs to be said and the way to say it and that that moves me uh, tremendously that moves me to say the words so we're saying here about leadership that's I mean it sounds so cliche or it sounds like it's not that big a deal but what we're hearing in his voice is leadership. Mm -hmm. And we haven't heard that for quite some time. So, so right now, we're hearing a voice of someone who's trying to move us in the right direction. And that's 
That's enough. Mm-hmm. That's enough. So when I said B plus to you, Jay, mm-hmm. it was I want more of that. It wasn't necessarily ain't. I could have given him an A, but I want more of leadership. Thanks. This country so desperately needs someone who's going to collectively kind of galvanize everybody together. How many times did we hear um, radical leftist socialist Democrats or whatever bullshit that the dude yeah. before Biden was was feeding the American public to right. separate us? I'm proud of Joe Biden <clears throat> and the fact that when he sat up there and talked, you didn't. He didn't say anything about hypocritical conservatives. No, he didn't exactly. say anything about full of shit conservatives. Ever. He didn't say anything about roadblocking conservatives. He didn't say shit about conservatives. He talked about Americans. That's good. Americans. It was a fuck. Talk about it. The guy before him wanted to talk about a certain type of America, and his America unfortunately didn't include. No, all Americans. It's, you can tell when Joe was talking; he's talking about all Americans. Unfortunately, the motherfucker—I'm sorry—the <laughs> motherfucker the, the person be before him wanted to Don't talk about sorry. a certain uh, a, a minority, mm-hmm. no, a minority yes. section of Americans. So just keep that in mind as, as you as we as we go right. through this. And see, for, for me, the reason I gave him an A is I wanted I wanted people to people look where he started. Look where he started at. See, normally people start off in somewhere in the middle where they, they give you a couple things, but they haven't proven anything at all yet. But it's a, it's enough it's a, it's enough to make everybody feel comfortable, like, all right, well, there's room to grow. When you start off talking big, you got to back it up. But at the same time, you say, look what I did in the first 100 days. So if, if you ever for a moment want to wonder, can things actually occur, take place, and actually tra- and, 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 and succeed? That's the whole point. Sure. It's not a try. That's what Trump's crew was one day. They, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to talk about things they could try and see if they would magically uh, would work. You know what I'm saying? This is about what actually so everybody voted on. You, you, so for the American people to know, look, when I when my congressman, my senator, they said they were going to do yes. A, B, and C. They actually did it. Yes. And then and guess who was able to make sure it went through? Mr. Biden. Mm-hmm. So now that hundred days matters because it was it's more than just a vaccine because it's, yes. it's, it's so many other things that have, that have occurred. And, and and so change is possible. That that's that's everything in America because yeah. we look what we up so, against. So, so hex, I, I, I mean, so hex. I'm, I'm I'm greedy for that, right? I'm greedy for what exactly what you're saying right now. And he set the tone for what where where we're going with this. And and I'm riding off of that. I'm riding the high off of that, right? So here's my thing. Biden is here. Obama. When Obama came in into 44, it was like, oh, man, I want to rock. I want to rock. It was all going to be like, oh, we just going to pop off. We just going to do everything, right? Turn up. No, we had to learn how to grow our our uh, uh, our Congress. Mm -hmm. We had to learn how to grow everything else and the way things are going. Yeah. Georgia's still trying to do some bullshit. Fighting back. They fighting back. We got to talk about that, too. It'll get there. But the real deal is that you have to understand how to push. And this is something that it took probably four years for Obama to figure out, like, hey, I can't just get everybody to step in line. At some point, I just got to push. 
Well, and you just gotta move mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I'm this. No, I'm gonna, just gonna say it because I'm the nigga in charge. I'm the head nigga H-N-I-C. in charge. Yes, sir. And, and, and the idea that people would push back on any uh, on the things that are being suggested, the, the the change that we're trying to to, to implement, the money that's being invested, it's for everybody. The idea that any Republicans are out there at all opposed to the stuff that's being done, it only benefits you too. They still get to live here with all the things that are gonna it's just gonna be better. You can't tell me you, you can't tell me that you want things to go back to normal and you don't wanna get a ten second jab in your shoulder. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that you want the economy to be better. And you don't get people vaccinated when they need to be vaccinated because of what? Because some conspiracy. Yeah, sure they can. Sure they can. If, but if you absolutely is, can. If my point is always to be on the other side of whatever the fucking argument that you have, it doesn't make no difference. Exactly. I'm, I'm, whether it's right or wrong, you can be as right as you want to be, but I'm still going to be on the other side because it's you. That's sure. bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's all it is, Irv. That's, that's all it is. Sure. It's that's you. It, you said it. Go ahead, KG. And again, I have... We talk about a lot of things on this whole podcast. And I want to say, like, out of the five of us, if you in, include my man over here... Six. Yeah, shout out to Gunner. Gunner. Shout, shout out to Gunner. Number one stunner. In, in the building. <laughs> in the building. We, we, talk, we talking about... <laughs> Five Christians and one agnostic. And it's not, but yeah. it's on Thursday. Fuck you, gonna. Anyway, <laughs> the ribs that's why saying. you want to side. <laughs> Shout out to Daryl's ribs. That's why you want to side. Right. Second Avenue. Anyway, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, we are black Christians mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. to a thing. And the reason I say black Christians is because we also understand that it's Jesus with a question mark. It's not always given to us in terms of it's placating us at certain times. They want to give us enough of the word to be placated. They don't want to give us all of the word because then you have to believe. And these people are sitting here trying to harm us all the time and it's like okay did we get to the new testament because if we get to the new testament then we figuring out that oh that's bullshit before when you're telling us oh well you just gotta be a slave it's gonna be all right because the lord has made you a slave extinguish the brutes extinguish the brutes and again we deal with these things on a daily basis. We deal mm-hmm. with it on a, you know, regurgitative voting basis. These people don't care about us, but we fight because we know that our faith is not about trying to simply be, you know, following a line. Lambs to the slaughter. This is where Malcolm X steps in. We know that we're better than this. But we also know that our faith is not about what these people have purported it to be about us. 
We're trying to elevate. Yeah. Well, once again, that's why we need our we need our media. We need other we need other radio shows, TV shows especially. The TV is powerful. Yes. The vision of, of seeing us doing and accomplishing and achieving and 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 glorified in it. Aside from Super Bowls and championships yep. and Grammys and Oscars, we we need more. And that that that's a that's a complete that's and, a country change. That's, and that's, not that's just a the G six request past. Right. I don't care about you trying to talk about your G6. I don't care about you trying to talk about how mega your church is. We are mega because we are black people mm. and our money steps tall. Let us step tall and represent black people all the time. And we need to get to a point where we have some level of Understanding how we can step to people and say, Angela Rye, I believe in you because you have always spoke a word to us. Right. I don't care which church you go to. The church of Angela Rye is about black empowerment. Let's go. Let's step up behind that. Let me find a way to empower you to be the person that speaks to Congress and says, hey, KG, hold up, let, hold up. Before, let me, before you do that, before okay. you do that. Okay. Because you have already been an insider. You know how it goes. Where does our money need to go in order to make sure that we do the right thing? At KG, just going back to what Hex is saying, we got to capture the narrative. We got to capture how we're how we're perceived, and and we we do have a, a certain governing thing on that. We have to we have to make sure that how we're how we send out our message and, and the message of like you going back to what you said. What you, what we want, what we want, KG. You go back to what you said. How do we how do we how do we uh, capture that? Let me tell you. We had a, a, a speech that was given to, a, to the nation the other night that gave us all guidance, goals, a plan, a how-to. And then we had someone come on, this, on, the, on those same network channels with the audacity to somehow want to explain away and then somehow give you a dream version of what we actually live every day. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and, and I think I think Easy's going to give me a better. I, 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 I got you. I appreciate the alley I appreciate it. Um, so we, uh, as a collective, uh, and thanks in no small part to Hex for having the idea of the AAU. Thank you, uh, Hakeem. Have, yes have uh, decided to present, promote, and to uh, give a spotlight to people who we feel who are uh, representative of the, the values that we have and the views that we have. Now, as in life, there's always a flip side to everything. Mm-hmm. There's always a flip side. If you, if you have light, you have dark. There's always a, a flip side. <laughs> uh, so what we decided to do is to shine a, uh, I don't know if it's a spotlight, 
Like a black light. Just a gleaming yeah, light. Yeah, you know how like, you have roaches and then you have to, you put the light on the roaches? Sometimes you got to put the light on the roaches. Okay, okay first of all, I don't, wanna, I don't want us to promote Black light, that's <laughs> and I want everybody like to record in the eighties. Fuck away from that. Y'all know uh, black light. A gleaming light. A, a gleaming, gleaming light. We have a gleaming light on a new type of person. Uh we actually have an award. We just had the uh what was it, the Oscars or the Grammy? It was, it was the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, we just had the Oscars yeah, a little while ago. Oscars so we have our own award. We okay. have the FTG. Yes. Award. Oh my and, god. And it's and going to it be a, is glorious. Yes. And it's going to be a weekly thing. And we're going to start highlighting people who deserve recognition for being total pieces of shit. Let's go. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's hold on. probably explain to people Give what the FTG award is. Okay, well, for y'all. y'all if they don't new, know. For the motherfuckers send, that's send new. We got new listeners. For, for the motherfuckers that's we new. new people. <laughs> for the motherfuckers that's new. FTG Urban DJ on this I'm three dollar you FTG stands for fuck that guy. So that's how we feel, and that's how we feel like y'all should feel right. because these people deserve it. Some people are nominated throughout the week. Okay, uh, I have uh, proposed that we nominate forty five in perpetuity for the rest of existence. I don't Hall know. Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, Hall Should be nominated in perpetuity, uh, but there's only one winner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Irv, I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and take over and let the listeners know who actually won the award <laughs> for the week. Yeah. So, so first, let me let me preface this. I just want to piggyback, like 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 the easy said that there are the forty fives and the Tom Cottons mm. and the Ted Cruises and the Lindsey Grahams and the Tucker Carlson and the Sean, you know the guys Hall of that any given week you can Rudy, be like Rudy had great games. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy had great games. Shit, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't want to I don't want you to think you that six man award. This <laughs> they, they, they led the league in every category. Yeah, I don't want you to think at all that the list is limited to these assholes that could be nominated. <laughs> This is like like the- easy to say in perpetuity. Yes, but while we have a special one because this <laughs> week just happened to coincide with forty six's speech, yes. and of course, whenever whenever uh, the sitting president has uh, one of these speeches, then the opposition party gets to give their answer. And this year, the gentleman that gave his answer, who is, uh, there's no secret anymore, that he is about to be our FTG nominee, (laughs) Mr. Tim Scott, uh, senator from South Carolina. I want to say it in advance, man, fuck that guy before I even give you the information of why we're saying fuck that guy. Okay, so, Mr., my thing was, and I'll I'll be honest with you guys, I I had this long soliloquy that that I was about to, to to give, and I decided to simplify it really quick. So my thing is, if if we're on the same team and I'm looking down the bench and I see David Duke or any other white supremacist that I know that when he's looking back down the bench, he's despising the fact that I even exist. The, the fact that I'm even on his team, the fact that I'm sitting in the same lane as he is, right? So... But apparently Tim Scott, he doesn't have a problem with that. Tim Scott is cool with the fact that when I'm sitting here give, trying to give you my message, my message resonates with the same people that don't want me to walk on this earth. They don't think that I deserve to drink at the same water fountain or sit on at the same counter. And thinking about... Thinking about that as first of all, I just want to say when I first saw him giving the speech, I thought this guy is Harpo 
without hair. I know, I know. He's he's had a tough week because I'm sure everybody's called him an uncle something or uncle other. Uncle right? His uncle Tim. And then our conservative brothers has actually had the nerve to make this a big issue. Uncle Tim is a big issue to our conservative brothers and sisters. Now, of course, <laughs> uh, people of the majority of people of color know the connotations to the uncle, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even calling you uncle whatever. I'm just saying that if you, as a black man, are on the same team as somebody that doesn't think that you have a right to exist, then you naturally deserve the man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy together we've made tremendous progress but powerful forces want to pull us apart a hundred years ago kids in classrooms were taught the color of their skin was their most important characteristic and if they looked a certain way they were inferior today kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again and if they look a certain way they're an oppressor From colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. If I was in a room with Tim Scott, my first question, can you tell me when the conservatives have worked to heal this country, Tim, fucking liar. So, first of all, uh, that, one more, one more, go, 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 go. and then this isn't a systemically racist country, but you can start off with telling us how people are discriminated. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> fucking asshole. Sometimes well, I believe, well, I believe well, it's, well, because I believe that you said seven times you've been pulled over without cause, and that he, several times he'd been followed in stores for no reason. But yet, still, they were just following. Just, I mean, routine stops. Because I believe in music, I just want to say, you a bitch ass nigga. You a bitch ass nigga. I just want to make make it melodic because obviously, rappers these days can just make a melody and it all works out. Little baby, holla at me. And I just want to say one more thing. I I get that if you. You, Tim Scott, don't see yourself in Trayvon Martin, and you don't see yourself in Tamir Rice. But can you see yourself as Ahmaud Arbery? Can you mm. see yourself as Philando Castillo? Mm. Can you see yourself as Botham John? Mm. And then you can look. You and then, but you can look into a camera straightforward and say. There's no systemic racism in our country. Exactly. He he had a uh, I didn't I didn't play it in this clip, but he had a interview where he talked about what the air quotes the left was saying about him. Right? Mm-hmm. They're calling me all types of names, and they're calling me a coon, and they're calling me Uncle Tim, and it's really bothering me because of this divisiveness that they're giving. So these leftists are Americans. Can we just can we agree on facts? These leftists are Democrats, are Americans. We'll deal with that. If these Americans who you're saying are coming at you with all types of racial epithets and they're being racist towards you, that means that there's racism in America. We haven't even gotten to the fact that the right has all they bullshit with them. We're just saying that there is racism in America. It doesn't make sense. It's incongruent, my boy. If there's racism with the left, there's racism in America. Now, whether or not that shit is warranted, whether or not them calling you names is warranted, we're not going to get into that. 
it exists for you to say that America is not a racist country because we know the uh, the base of America's initial economy and how we got great comes from racism. We're not gonna deal with that. Get the fuck out of here. If if we can't admit that something is a problem to begin with, how is it that we find a solution for the problem? When we already have all the studies, the films, the videos, and all the, the real lives that have been affected by everything from education to, to schooling, to, to poverty, to food, to jobs, to opportunity, to, to creating projects in housing, to then redlining districts, to now look what they do. As soon as we, as soon as we get involved, now the new thing is they gerrymandering all these districts. It's crazy. Switching so, it up. So the question is, what 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 has brought you? What has brought this man to 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 his thoughts? It's capitalism, bro. Remember, I, I, no, no, I know, I know what it is, and we we all know what it yeah. is, man. So so the question is, dude, you you've been bought. So what? What do we need to do to buy you back? Because I, I don't even know if I want you back. I don't know. We don't have. I don't even receipt. know if I want you if back. If you don't have the Tim Scott receipt, then I don't think we can well, even see, do that. Tim Scott is the type of he's a, he is he has been put in a situation where they have changed his life for him. And that's good. The system they they grabbed him and they, they grabbed him. He he is a puppet for a reason. There's yes. a reason why. There's somebody the other day who said, "Why is he always now on TV?" Representing the Republican always. Party, always, Alderman the, Davis, the, the always. only black senator that even exists. I always tell y'all about that. But the, the, good, the, good, the good times, yeah. the, the good times leader. thing. When Alderman yeah. Davis, they says there will always be a ghetto if there's an Alderman Davis. Well, they, and, yeah. and, and at the end of the day, I, I still hit with that because at the end of the day, see that's what pissed me off. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Tim Scott speaking every night. It was, it was so insulting. It was it was it was so indignant because the idea for you to try and re, to, to come back and say the things you just heard aren't good suggestions. Yes, the 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 the, the ideas of tomorrow that Biden suggested those don't those won't work. You don't even have any ground to stand on. No. But more importantly, in the midst of all the injustice that's going on, you standing as this Negro. Yes, nigga on national TV. Trying to explain away everybody else's suffering as though it didn't actually occur. Nigga, you can't get no lower than that. And that's why they're using you on national team. Come on, Tim. And I, I don't know what's worse. I don't know if it's worse that he doesn't know that he's being used or he knows and he just doesn't care. I don't he know knows he's getting his money and he's and he's still thinking he has a he has a group that's still gonna give him a hug. There was there was there was nothing uh in his speech that you wouldn't have heard if it was Tom Cotton or mm. Lindsey Graham mm. at all or Josh Hawley. You know what I'm saying? Same shit. But but what what gets me is the fact that you this Tim Scott is not an uneducated, not smart guy. Yeah, he's not, not at all. He's, not he's as aware as everybody at this table right now that the only reason why he was chosen because he is the only black faced that could say, as a conservative, there's no systemic but we're, racism. We're, asking, we're constantly asking for allies. But listen, we can't ask for allies until we eliminate the people who are supposed to be for us who doesn't ride for, don't, don't ride for us. Well, all right. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It's he, tough. He, he ain't for us. He's he not for us. And that's what I'm saying. Let's be clear. Candace Owens. We are not riding for allies. We want leadership. 
but we are not riding for allies. These motherfuckers out here riding the devil's dick, keep it. Don't give a fuck about you. So I'm not saying and, he's an ally. No, no, no. Okay. I want to be real clear. Okay. 1,000% clear. Okay. The people who ride for us, it's obvious. The people who don't, that's obvious too. Ride on whatever horse you want to come in on, but I'm going to verbally shoot at you about whatever you're doing. Right. The, the the issue here is the is the imagery. See the people. You know how they always when you get out to voting, they want to talk about people on the fence. Once again, that's those people who haven't run into someone black. They don't live around. So when they hear the stories and don't hear the struggle, they think once again they're complaining about what. And so in this case, when you put him on TV to say the things he's saying, to act like he doesn't even agree with the progress that the president is willing to to, to say. Let's, this is our new this is our new venture. You're not with that. He must be a version of, of there being a different option. Right. You you present that. It's like when we talk about how when they split the vote and they bring somebody else in, you're like, man, we don't need you to do this right now because you go you go to some people gonna vote for you, but you're gonna take away from the guy we really want who's gonna really create change. And that's what's happening there. Shout out to Kanye. I I respect I respect everybody's hustle. You know what I'm saying? And and to me Not in somebody else's detriment. I, no. I, I, I can't I can't dispute that because remember at the end of the day we're liberals and conservatives and progressives and libertarians but this is a capitalist society yeah. all these motherfuckers are out here trying to make money I'm not condoning it don't get me wrong but they're, they're the, the but Tim Scotts the money. and the Larry Elders and the yeah. Candace Owens they you, you, they, you, they you got a lane down. you got a lane that you in and okay. you're making money off of that lane and it doesn't matter that it's at the detriment of our people as a community mm-hmm. so that's where I get my fuck you from I mean, I'm, like I said, yeah. I, I respect I respect your hustle to a certain point, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, you're another fuck you guy candidate. Yes. So our our, our initial uh, our initial first annual FTG award winner. Yeah, Tim Scott. Scott, we raise our glasses to you, man. Fuck that guy. Salute. <laughs> uh, I feel good. I feel good that we were able to actually let this dude know how we feel and that uh, we were able to. She has some light on a roach that needed it. I do. Right. I do. Right. Because come on, man. <laughs> when you when you shed light on roaches, they scatter. So Thanks. hopefully, the more light we shed on this dude, the more he, he'll be able to. He's running under the floorboards right, right now. Because <laughs> otherwise, let me tell you. Because otherwise, what happens is they they become these moments where somebody just said something else stupid. Somebody else just said something that we don't agree with. So it just you know they, they, when they fast forward that media game, they can eliminate. Things that actually are affecting people. That's a mindset thing right there that would happen with that speech the other night. Knowing that they had 22 million people watching. That's real. Yep. So with those 22 million people watching and they heard that bullshit, hopefully we were able to give them uh, some some perspective on some kind of truth and give them some information and let them know that this FTG award winner uh, won this award and... <laughs> Accepted you, gracefully, bro. It's called you, unanimous. You earned it, bro. Unanimously. <laughs> unanimously. <laughs> and still. Earned it. <laughs> Undisputed. Heavyweight <laughs> Champion of the World. Yes. Uh, we up on our second break. We're going to get some drinks. Tim Scott, go ahead and get in the green room and celebrate your win because you definitely earned it. Uh, Hex, <laughs> give me one. U D K. Eat a dick. 
Tryna put that bounty on my head They won't knock me off my pivot off Nigga tryna put that bounty on my head They won't knock me off my pivot off Tell them don't waste my time, don't waste your time I'm far too gone to change my mind Hop inside and if you're riding we can roll Fall away, I fall in line She fall in love like all the time I don't mind if you're down and keep it low they want me to kick another rap flow huh? Hit them with the smoke in the mirror, nigga I can make the rap flow turn to a cash flow When it come to business, really, I can be an asshole, yeah Learn from my dad is a tap hole, huh? What it really mean to be a black man in a white man world End up in a black hole, I won't be yeah. I won't break, yeah I maneuver, wiggle through it, bitch, I'm straight uh, Bitch, I'm Not religious, but my mother prayed. We tripping more often than LMA. Two dope boys in a Chevrolet. We was giving lemons, made lemonade. She go to bars with the finger wave. The darker the berry, you feel a wave. From Satchmo to Cap Callaway. Lost in America, real saints of the latter day. Too many real niggas, not enough soldiers. All the history lost in America. Step out of line, they assassinate your Jay, are you like ever I see your head popping on that one, baby? Come on, man. <laughs> I see your head. Come on, man. Hey, 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 Jay. Huh? You caught up with me on that one, man. That's Bruh, right. I, I, I see your head. I've never seen You see the little boogie he was doing, the little dance? Yeah. Did you see that? No, I've never I had seen my that. eyes closed. Hey, yes. yes, sir. Uh, shout out to Low Village, uh, Lost in America. Low um, Village. Oh, so, okay. So, we uh, we played this game before. Uh, we're going to do the subscriber game. The subscriber You're ready? Okay, so we're going to give our... Uh, our amounts that we think it's kind of like uh, we got a guess closest to the amount, and then whoever gets it wins. Price is right. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Jr. How many subscribers do you think Low Village, the song you just heard? How many think they have? Man, I'm biased now, but real niggas not enough so jazz. <laughs> Twenty thousand. Okay. Twenty thousand. We locked in. Hex. Two hundred and fifty. I don't like you. <laughs> you get on my goddamn nerve. I'm going for 500. 500? $1. Only because I was going to say 12000 And I just know that it's ridiculous regardless. Okay, all right. I'll let you read it. Hold on, hold on. You read it right? 35. <laughs> and read still, right. I win. I win. is right. Champion of the world. So Yeah, their, their information will be in our Discord. Hopefully, y'all uh, will support Low Village. Low Village. There's some other songs that I really like, but that one kind of fit the... That's mm-hmm. right. Fit the Come on, man. Um, That's all right. I'm going to give you to you. Yeah. Uh, so, off pod, um, we were discussing first of all we were discussing trips 
about what we want to do, places we want to go, and then uh, we kind of got into uh, the vaccine. And the reason why we got into the vaccine uh, was from a story uh, from Hex, a little situation. I'll let you get into that uh, about something that. Yeah, man. One of my one of my homies sent me uh, in the group text, uh, just saying he was getting the Johnson and Johnson. He was scheduled to get the Johnson and Johnson on Monday, and he asked the group what they thought about it, and uh, literally, <laughs> what y'all think? And so, um, I was, man, it's 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 suspect because again, they haven't they've already shown to have some issues, mm-hmm. um, and with this being so important so vital to survival that's uh nothing you can play with and so i simply said if you what you should do in my opinion is simply find out if there's a way for you to get the moderna or the pfizer and um and let that you know and see what that plays out first and um see what happens but i also said there's it hasn't been any issues with men with the with the Johnson and Johnson, right? But only women, and I so I, I said, make sure you note that as well. So, if you have to, something's better than nothing. However, that's only because you're a man taking the Johnson and Johnson. Because yeah, I wouldn't tell any woman to take the Johnson and Johnson. We were um, we were having a conversation in uh, in America and in planet planet Earth. Uh, there's always tears. Of service, there's tears of uh, products all the time. It's no, just, I'm just laughing because I was thinking about different tiers. But go ahead. Yeah, I understand. There, there, there are tiers of haves, have nots, middle class, lower class, upper class. There's always divisions in uh, in everything. And you would think that in something like this, something so vital, the, the tears would just go away. Like the actual divisions and the, the separation would go away. Um, it seems like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is the lower tier, and you would think that something like this, that everything would be equal. Like all of them would have access to the same information, the same type of uh, product. But it seems like again, uh, divisionism has reared its ugly head, and there actually isn't unity, even in and something like this. Okay, yeah. hold up, hold up, because this is a world thing. That's what I was about to say. Why would we ever think that a vaccine is tiered in that way? We have known this America to be this America. They're always going to look at the money has to make sense. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not even knocking them for that. Like for real. When no, you I have am. To, I am. No, no, I am too. But, but, but I am too. That's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about me understanding what America is, what the world is. When the Black Death came around, didn't nobody prioritize lives? They prioritized the people who were what kings, queens, yeah, class. Yeah, yeah it just is what it is. Like that's humanity at its basis. Sure. So, so I'm not even talking about where we got to get to the point where we shitting on America because mm-hmm. we already understand that is what it what that is. Sure. So KG, what you're saying is we're actually not we're we're illuminating the tears. 
So, yeah, yeah. so, so we're actually illuminating yeah. what is what is what is. Yes, and we're seeing, like you said, the classes. We're seeing the disparities between class and and who gets what and who you know we who got gotten who got fucks. shot, mm-hmm. and we always getting shot. We have never given any fucks about middle class life. Sure, except when it separated us from. Upper class and lower class. Y'all Show remember? Song? Y'all remember when um when uh they tried to give the uh Johnson and Johnson to Detroit, and the mayor was like, "Nah, we good." No, nope. mm-hmm. yeah, you know sure. The, the mayor was like, "Nah, nah, we good." No, we thank you. You remember how many people ripped him for that? Like the news and the media just came down Absolutely. and was like, "How dare you?" And now have nothing to say. They got shit to say. You haven't heard that? That was in March. We haven't heard shit about that. This is see, May now. See, that's why I'm always talking about this media. I know we need them, but we need them to be better. We need them to be real. You can still make your money. Yes. Off the truth. Yes. That's I, I just, It's fascinating sometimes, man. I don't get it. You can still make your money. Your mm-hmm. investors are still with you. You, you can still manipulate it how you want, but the truth is still just as juicy. Yeah. It's, it's even it's a better story it's a better story it's raw it's unwritten it's unpredictable see that's what, you know how they always want to hit you with the breaking news they want to make a big deal out of some breaking news but y'all got the opportunity to do that with real shit every day but that's coming Hex that's coming I, I believe like I said we're illuminating some of the we're putting a light on some of the stuff that has otherwise been kind of sputtered over or just kind of Dragged on, and we're now learning a situation where the truth is going to be exposed, whether we thought it should or not. But it's coming. What you're talking about, X, is coming. I, I feel like I feel like um we were, and I, I know we're not going to get into this right now because we still have some research that we have to do. Uh, but we were talking in the war room about the sixteen nineteen project. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw that Mitch McConnell had some disparaging things to say about it, so I made sure that I researched it because I know when people like him talk bad about something, I figured there's probably some truth in it. Honorary <clears throat> fuck that guy candidate, by the way. Yes, he is up. He is yeah. He is perpetually uh, nominated. <clears throat> and a couple of things that I saw in the sixteen nineteen project that, from what I've seen, uh, the whole basis of it is the illumination of truth. And the illumination of truth in that slavery is not just something that we gloss over when it comes to studying our history, because that's what we do. When we tend to look at our history, especially of this country, we tend to romanticize. When we look at the history of how we approach something with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in Detroit, we tend to overlook things. And the only way to get out of the bullshit that we're in is to look at history head on truthfully. Yes. And I feel like we're getting there. Just like what you were saying, I feel like with certain projects, with 1619 Project, uh, Exterminate All the Brutes, which yes. we'll talk about later, there is a groundswell to... Uh, to show the truth head on because one, it's the right thing to do. Two, it's actually entertaining and people are actually wanting to watch it. All right. So let me say this real quick. Exterminate All the Brutes is one of the most fantastic, horrible things I've ever seen on TV. 
Hex and I have been watching. I have Hex is well. actually going further. I'm sorry. Who said that? I I did. Yeah, I yeah, have okay. as well. Yeah. All right. So Jake Jake said all as well as been watching. Irv set us up. Absolutely. Irv set us up. It's horrifying to watch real ideas in real time of how white supremacy has just taken over the world Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term and to watch it there and then see how we got here is incredulous I don't know a better way to put that no you did it you did it Um, but we are here now and we have to figure out what we're going to do to fight against and we have to come up with a better charge than you see how the cop did us because mm-hmm. that's not it's not that it's not just sexy it's just not appropriate for all the people who have died before us but you know what we can't we can't fight against something you can't get into a fight unless you have good intelligence exactly and, and with the the the, the the historical curriculum that we have now, the stuff that we're teaching kids now, they don't have any intelligence. Yeah, they have bad intel, so they can't fight when they get older. They have to find this shit out when they get older, and they figure out how to process it. We have to introduce it earlier, so that that way they can actually know what to fight and how to fight it. Indeed. Years ago, one of my one of my favorite, um, I consider myself uh, intellectual. Um, I'm also a wise cracking smart ass <laughs> uh, and I'm, at the I'm, professional I'm, level and I'm happy to admit that so, uh, years ago one of my very good friends whose father passed away and is no longer here um, said something to me that has always stuck with me the saying was you should never engage in a duel of wits with an unarmed opponent mm. right? <clears throat> as far as the 1619 project goes what is wrong with being armed with information that's truthful, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I've got a bunch of propagandists mm-hmm. that want to tell me something is supposed to be real or truthful and it's not, but they're telling me this information to propagandize me yes. mm-hmm. as opposed to informing me and, right. and arming me with the facts and information that I need to make rational decision moving forward then once again you become a fuck that guy candidate and the entire conservative party all you people that are working so hard to disenfranchise and misinform fuck all you guys you know what I'm saying you you, you sit there and patriot and, and, and patronize us and say that you are uh, an American. You are concerned with the uh, well-being of our country and you want us to continue on as the indispensable nation. Right. The nation on whatever propaganda that you're using to say that we're the best, most perfect, most... Uh, all of us are human beings at the end of the day. It shouldn't matter what fucking country we are a part of because we should all be working towards a a better earth period a better human uh nization of all of us you know what i'm saying so if you're misinforming your citizenry or doing something that makes them less than being able to make an educated decision then you 
you you ain't nothing more than a bitch ass nigga that's trying a bitch <laughs> motherfucker that's trying to prevent us from maximizing our potential. Facts. I just have a question because we keep throwing out the words um, most um, the wealthiest nation in the world. I see a lot of wealthy nations in the world. Mm-hmm. And they don't have our debt because they have oil or because they have whatever it is. What is wealth when you have almost equal debt? I'll tell you this. <clears throat> debt, debt only matters where you can come and collect it. And that's a, that only okay. matters because you and I've had this conversation before. We go to go ahead. I love the reference movies. Let's go to Friday. Let's go. Let's go to Friday. Okay. You got Debo. Debo riding around on his bike. That ain't his bike. It belonged to Red. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna take it from him. This ain't my bike. But because you can't take it from me, guess what? It's my bike. And so if I got what, the, and that's exactly what I've always said about us and our wealth is the fact that. <laughs> no, we're the wealthiest only because we have more fucking guns than anyone else. Mm-hmm. We, and when I say guns, I'm really talking about nuclear weapons. We we are we are one of the only countries that has uh monetized uh monetized the threat monetized our threat level. We've yeah. monetized our threat level. One thousand percent. Other countries don't do that. Other countries actually have to have some kind of a product or some kind of a, a viable GDP or something that they can produce. We don't have to do shit. We just have to threaten. And we did and we something could. to Cuba simply because you were friends with Russia. Well, we took all of that apart because you can't be this close to us with weapons and we just took him right, apart. You, you're too close. Give me 50 feet. Let me, let me, in, in, in the middle of watching Exterminate the brute, All the Brutes, right? I took this picture because when I saw it come across the screen, it was just astounding and then so true and raw. Mm-hmm. It says, laws are made to bind the weak to be broken by the strong. Shit. I'm going to pass this around so y'all can see this photo from the, from the show. On. With that being the case, what... America has truly been built on is taking what they want, how they want, from whomever they want, whenever they want it. And when it comes to the 1619 Project, all that needs to actually happen is just acknowledge that what is the truth in the past is actually just the past. See, they could actually do more by just letting it be. So that way, it just be a truth. Mm-hmm. It just be it be something we, we we acknowledge it regardless. So the idea of you fighting it, you don't realize you're drawing more attention to it. Oh yeah. So, so they're really doing doing a disservice to themselves. However, if they just let it be, then the where we came from to where we've gotten would actually be a, a, an actual story that deserved credit, not the shame that they're trying to hide behind. Sure. Which is why we have people talking about there's no racism in America. Come on, bruh. How many times have I had this conversation about uh, Mandela having people have to speak out and say how you have harmed me? Mm -hmm. America refuses to simply say, this is what I did, not an Academy Award, not 
oh, that was so special the way you did that. Acknowledge what you have done to a whole race of people mm-hmm. and then be able to move on from there. That's because it. we actually can and they don't seem to understand you can move on if you acknowledge and move through that pain. And that's we be, just us being better doesn't hurt them at all. Can't tell them that truly only makes a better America. Only one you, of us knows that. You can't tell them that. You know, was was uh, I really appreciate the Debo analogy, Easy. That was dope because um, it's 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 my like punk. Look, <laughs> it's it's amazing how many Americans don't understand that right now we've been Debo for a long time, right? At what point in time is Craig going to come and knock <laughs> the fuck out? I, I see the brick, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you can see, and that's, what, that's the bad part. You can, you can see the writing on the wall, and you can see how hard conservatives are working to get us knocked the fuck out that's because fact. we ain't signing up for what they believe is the right way to move forward. Now, I just wanted you to keep in mind that if Conservative, we the motherfucking wheel would still be square if all of us was conservatives, bro. Mm, we, yeah. And being mm. a conservative means that you can't, you can't have no forward. desire to move forward at all. Your, your conservatism <laughs> means that you have reached the maximum of whatever it is that you aspire to be. Because they built a system that makes money no, off it working the way go, it works. Let's go no, 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 as long no, no, as they no, no. get to continue no, no. to keep their foot on our neck. You built a system that disenfranchises anybody that don't look like you. Is anybody it? that you can say is a non-American because right. my melanin don't seem or my hair right. or whatever the fuck it is right. that you want to say to differentiate us and make us less than the same type of fucking American that you are. Right. You sorry, bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> Day one. Let's go far further than that. Season, uh, season one, not, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> not farther, but further. Let's go further than that. Jesus, the same person that conservatives hold to the standard of being what they're trying to do, right? You mean Jesus is supposed to look like them? I didn't go there. Jesus of Nazareth. I didn't go there. I didn't go there. Not really. (laughs) The same person. Their interpretation. The same person who they decided Matthew's book should be there, right? The same person who thought that Peter ought had to. This same person, because let's all be clear, Peter was trying to kill that nigga when he took off the ear. This same person who fraternized with uh, women who were selling themselves on the street, people who were stealing money as tax collectors, the same person who hadn't... (coughs) I'm not gonna call him an assassin. He was, he was, you know. what I'm saying yep. get, getting yep. fish. Yep. And I, I'm just saying a real I'm, I'm willing to kill for my a, re- a real guy. I'm willing to kill for mine. <laughs> a real, a real that's dude. That's all I'm saying. All I'm, saying. I'm real willing to kill for mine. Right. But these are his closest people, and you trying to tell me that you can't acknowledge someone trying to say, hey. 
my baby girl's in the back seat. My girlfriend, who is going to be my wife, is right here at the driver's wheel. Mm-hmm. I have a gun because I am licensed to have a gun. You can't acknowledge that man or his pain or his struggle. You can't even see him as a human because you're so afraid that he's going to be the fear in your head instead of the reality on the screen. Yeah. One of the, one of the dopest lines that I've ever heard in any music. I'm, I'm a big Bob Marley fan. You know, Evans is yes. Uh, one, one of the dopest lines that Bob oh, yeah. ever had is until. The color of a man's skin is of no more significance than the color, color of his, his eyes. eyes. All right. Mm. So mm. when we when we get there, you know, yes. when, when our conservative brothers and sisters want to get to that point where it don't make no difference, you know, what color you are, it, it's all the same. We yes. fight on the same team. But until that time comes. Everywhere is fucking it's war. Lord, nigga. It's war, and, and 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 to to piggyback off what you're saying, Irv. At the end of the day, you said until the color of a man's eyes is no more man's skin, man's skin, no more significant than the color of his eyes. I'm sorry, there will be war. You know, and at the end of the day, this is something that we need to sit back and. Think about because it has to be. It's, it's ultimately going to be a collective agreement. Has to be. Has to be. It's not going to be something that's just out there. It's going to be something that has to collectively come together. Or I'm going to go back to that war song you're talking about. It will be a fleeting illusion to be pursued but never attained. Mm. What we're talking about will be a. A fleeting illusion. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about it. And Bob said that. we talking about it. It's a fleeting illusion to never, ever be attained. It's going to be something we're going to continue to talk about until we understand the basic, fundamental human rights. And I have to apologize to all of the people who have talked to and heard from me speaking my understandings of what humanity is yes because i've said i thought okay maybe aliens drop in and we become these people who come together it had to be a cataclysm for us to come together we have had a cataclysm and it still ain't work and nobody gave a fuck. And on top of that, more people have died more randomly. More people have been group killed. Am I right? Over the last four months than any time in history. Was, I, I don't want to say four months. I, I just want to say in recent history. The Go ahead. Then anytime in history, mm-hmm. we are killing people at a rate that is so incredulous that it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. 
nobody is afraid is afraid of us harming anyone. I think I think more than anything, what I, what I want people to walk away from this is is realizing that there is change that's happening. Embrace that. There's more change that needs to occur. Get ready and buckle up to participate in changing it. And and to acknowledge what has actually happened in your favor thus far. Now, the, the main part in the midst of all of our frustration is recognizing that we're frustrated because we want better. Mm-hmm. So that, is, that, that tells you where you stand in life. We but, want humanity. But you, we... But more important, you, you cannot forget or take take lightly what has occurred while you were trying, and and that's the whole point of what we're doing. What we're doing with the, with this cast, this podcast, is it's like putting out this word of this like minded not uh, conversation, like minded concern, like minded understanding for it all, so that you stand here and and realize that somebody is not only saying things that you echo. But they get you. So when you sit at home frustrated, you realize, man, okay, man, I heard some people talking. They were saying some of the same things. They were they were bringing some new things to me I didn't know, and I didn't realize people were having these types of conversations. Yeah, which which is the whole whole the entire point of making really creating creating some true growth. Yeah, not as individuals, I learn every week. I feel like I'm able to express every week by that way I get some off my chest. But I want people to to really feel like. If you really look at what's happening, don't get frustrated them not solving it. Because I'm with you. I'm with you. I want to solve this. Let's solve it. But you also have to look at the time span in which this has been going on. And that's when I go. To, I say to myself, as long as we as long as we do our part, as long as we do our part, yep. then the next generation and the next generation and somebody will at some point will triumph. But we, but if we, if otherwise we will completely uh, take our, put ourselves in a position where we are so frustrated we don't know what to do. Well, we have to, we have to make sure. Uh, part of uh, my vision for our show is to make sure that we make this conversation normal. There we have know. to normalize this conversation and not have it be taboo. Not have it be like, oh, we're y'all. That's, y'all so, that's that? so radical. Right? Yeah, we, like, no, we, no, no, it's we not have, radical at all. We have to do our part to make sure that this becomes a part of everyday life. So the more that we have it, the more people will actually be able to tune in and see that people are having this conversation and that they're not crazy in trying to have this conversation with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way to affect change is to get more people involved and more conversations and more uncomfortable conversations that we need to have. Um, we have wanted... Uh, wow. Uh, this has been a great part. This is this one flew by. Man. Um, yeah, so we're going to give our shout-outs. Uh, JR, shout-outs. Man, um... Where, uh, you know, right now my heart is um, and my thoughts are with um, KG's mom, Thanks. and um, I'm I'm truthful, guys. This is this is what's on my heart right now, and I can't I can't um, no just tell the talk story. more about it. Tell the story. I can tell the story. No, about just your go mom. ahead and tell the story. No, I, no, it, it's too long. No, but, no, just go ahead and do it because <laughs> I, I, I was because people need to know why. That okay, means something because you asked me about that. Okay, so I'm I'm a 15 year old kid, don't have my driver's license yet. I'm um you know carpooling with KG and his mom, and we're coming back from football practice. Um, you know we're coming up the road, and now granted. I don't have a car because I don't have a license. 
I have nothing. And KG's mom was taking us home, and well, KG was taking me because he was a he was a little ahead of me. But he was taking he was taking me home, and that that one day, his mom took us home, and we're driving up the road, and all of a sudden, this crazy driver comes right in front of me, and how dare me as a as a fifteen year old kid who don't have driver's license? I said, these crazy women drivers. Oh Lord have mercy. And I'm sitting in the back seat of KG's mom's car. Lord. <laughs> and and and, and I'm gonna tell you something. KG sitting in the front seat. He didn't see the look. She 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 slammed on the brakes and she looked in that rear view mirror. And if eyes can kill, I would be dead. I would have been dead 30 years ago, guys. Mm. But at the end of the day, she looked at me and she said, What did you say? And all of a sudden I realized I'm a 15-year-old kid, don't have a license. And I could be walking. 15 miles to my house. That's a fact. And at the end of the day, I, KG, I loved your mom for hipping me as a, as a young man to understanding what you say means a lot. It does. And at the end of the day, she may not remember that, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm, my prayers are with her today and whatever she's going through. And no matter what the crisis is, we will come out of this. Yeah, indeed. Hex, shout out. Shout out once again to uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. G, and uh, we have our own special relationship. Indeed, and uh, for so many reasons, and <laughs> uh, wonderful woman. Hope she she continues to uh, get better and um, and get the issues cleared away. Um, shout outs uh, on the top. Shout out to my man. Um, Mac McLean, uh, McCain, uh, yes, and for North Carolina A&T, Aggie Pride, yes. Aggie Corner, defensive back, cornerback. He, he um, as a free agent, is going to Denver to the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos today, so things looking up for the young man. Uh, shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. Shout out to everybody who's uh, appreciating what we're trying to bring to the table. Continue to spread the word. That's all that really matters. We just continue mm-hmm. to edge at it because there's so many more like-minded people than than those who aren't. And uh, thank you for supporting so far. Shout out to Irv. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> um, this is a tough one for me because, you know, when, when one of us is hurting, all of us are hurting. Facts. You know. <clears throat> And my guy is hurt. So I'm just asking for y'all to give us the prayers that we need to get my guy and his family through this situation. God don't make no bad decisions. Everything that he does is the right thing. So regardless of whatever occurs, I just want my man to know that he got four brothers. It's gonna walk the walk with him. Gonna talk the talk with him. And whatever he needs, we hit it provide. Facts. There you go. We love you, bro. That's it, that's all. I'd be lying if I wasn't gonna talk about my mom. She's the queen. She's the power. She's the person that everyone in here in here has met loves and acknowledges as who she is and that's a big thing but I also want to talk about my boy's nephew Jared Clawson who's balling his ass off and people have not recognized him for being the baller he is 
Hex's nephew is a monster. And the reason why the Greensboro Four stood there at, at the counter, which is also the grandfather of my man from Mac McCain. Mac McCain. We stand on stages so that our children can become legends. We do this for a reason. All of us work hard. And working hard is not always about money. It's not always about respect and love at the time. Martin Luther King is not a legend because people thought he was impressive at the time. He probably had a 30% approval rating rating at the time. If that. If that. What really had to happen was we had to understand that it's worth it because my life is forfeit as long as mine after me get better. And for all of us who are out here and we're making a decent living, we will sacrifice all of it if they can have the life we hoped they could have. Thanks. I can say that for my uncles. I can say that for my uncle's uncles. I can say that for my grandfather. I can say that for my father. I know we put it online every day and we do this as a podcast because I look at easy every day and I'm like, ah, come on, dog. <laughs> You're not getting emotional. We fight. We fight <laughs> yeah. every day to make sure that the kids have it better. Facts. We ain't doing this shit for us. This ain't about our fucking ego. If it was, we do it a different way because there's a way more salacious, <laughs> funny ass way. Sexy we this shit. Get attention, right? Oh, I can tell you about who Nicki Minaj did. And Nikki, I ain't got no disrespect to you. I'm just making a point that we can name some names and be some funny shit about some things we actually know about. We have connects. We can have a funny podcast if it's about that. It's not about that. We put this shit on the line because we love you and we want everyone who's listening to this to understand it's way more important than us. Facts. Uh, ah, y'all not give me emotional today. Um, shout out to KG. Uh, shout out to his mom, his family. Uh, you know, I'm not really, I don't, I'm not good with emotion. Like, I don't, I don't really process emotion well. But um, come on, man, let it, let it go. It is what it is. We let it go. We like, we let it go, I know, bro. I know. We let it go. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who has listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to it, bookmark it, send it to somebody else. They'll say it's dope. Right. Listen to it and send somebody else. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we are going to see y'all next week. Shout out to DMX. Y'all yes, can't sir. get rid of us. And <laughs> why would you want to? 
Hex, give me one. U-D-K. I heard the good die young, what the fuck does that mean, really? Cause niggas tripping on each other, niggas tripping over colors, man, that shit kinda seems silly. Do these black lives matter, nigga? Hating on that nigga, shine because you ain't having, nigga. Go and kill your own kind, who the hell matters, nigga? We worried about the police, thought we was worried about the police. I'm your brother, get to know me, I was raised in the hood, nigga, just like you. Top ramen county checks, nigga, just like you. Hella roaches in the kitchen, nigga, just like you. Food stamps, brown ones, nigga, just like you. Lost some homies to this shit, nigga, just like you. Mama stuck on the bottom, nigga, just like you. Daddy probably out slanging, nigga, just like you. So you gon' kill me, cause I'm red and you chose blue? Damn. Niggas got the game all fucked up. Got my brother name all fucked up. Got my mama all in pain, now I'm fucked up. Fuck your Facebook post, shut the fuck up. Cause you just tryin' to get a like, showing love on keyboards. Where you at in real life, nigga? Cause you just try and get a light Showing love on keyboards Where you at in real life, nigga Didn't nail one you niggas call my mama up Didn't nail one you niggas call his daughters up Didn't nail one you niggas tell my bro to stop it Bet nail none you niggas coming out of pocket Huh, cause you just try and get a light Showing love on keyboards Where you at in real life, nigga Huh, cause you just try and get a light Showing love on keyboards Where you at in real life, nigga